Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? With apologies to ESPN's college football bowl season promo, the most wonderful time of the year is right now, as college basketball conferences and then the NCAA crown their champions. But could the coronavirus make March Madness an exercise in mitigation with fans banned from the stands? If so, we'll be watching the games on television, and we've got you covered there. On Wednesday, Duke Athletic Director Kevin White, who's the chair of the NCAA Selection Committee, was scheduled to have a teleconference with media, but the NCAA canceled it. And that follows a busy day of announcements on Tuesday, including two statements from the NCAA. The Ivy League canceled its basketball tournaments and is implementing highly restrictive in-venue spectator limitations for all other upcoming campus athletics events. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine recommended that the NCAA not allow fans or non-essential personnel to attend March Madness games in his state. That includes the first four in Dayton and the first and second round games set for Cleveland. At 1.13 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday, NCAA President Mark Emmert issued the following statement on COVID-19 and sporting events. NCAA member schools and conferences make their own decisions regarding regular season and conference tournament play. As we have stated, we will make decisions on our events based on the best, most current public health guidance available. Neither the NCAA COVID-19 Advisory Panel, made up of leading public health and infectious disease experts in America, nor the CDC or local health officials have advised against holding sporting events. In the event circumstances change, we will make decisions accordingly. Then, four and a half hours later, at 5.45 p.m. Eastern, another statement. The NCAA continues to assess how COVID-19 impacts the conduct of our tournaments and events. We are consulting with public health officials and our COVID-19 advisory panel, who are leading experts in epidemiology and public health, and will make decisions in the coming days. Also on Tuesday, NCAA email marketing backed up its president with a ticket promotion and the subject line, your team may be on the bubble, but you don't have to be. So I'm rooting for the NCAA and hope that when Jim Nance says, hello, friends, he won't be the sole conduit to a fanless court. Tuesday night on The Late Show, Stephen Colbert asked Charles Barkley, are we going to see March Madness with no fans? That's just March. That's just March sadness. Barkley said, it would be really unfortunate. Like I say, if you feel bad, don't come. It would be a travesty if the fans weren't there. Having called a half of basketball in a nearly empty arena in the month of March, I agree with Colbert and Barkley. In 1995, the second half of a Rutgers UMass basketball game was postponed nearly a month by an on-court protest in Piscataway, New Jersey. The Scarlet Knights led the Minutemen by two points as the teams met at Philadelphia Spectrum to finish the game. Only 445 people occupied the 18,000 seats in the darkened facility as the only lights were on the court itself. Without the energy and excitement of the fans, it was a quick exercise in settling the seating for the Atlantic 10 tournament. UMass went on a 17-0 run and won by 15. 
having also attended the first number 16 seed University of Maryland Baltimore County to beat a number one seed Virginia in the men's tournament two years ago in Charlotte, that game wouldn't have been the same without a crowd cheering on the underdog. The fans jumped on the bandwagon, and the Retrievers rode that momentum to one of the biggest upsets in sports history. CBS and Turner changed a promotional press conference into a conference call also on Tuesday out of an abundance of caution. On the call, the networks planned to proceed as scheduled, covering the games wherever and however they'll be played, including with or without fans or in smaller venues. It'll be the 10th year of CBS and Turner teaming up to cover men's March Madness, and it's TBS's turn to televise the Final Four and National Championship on Saturday, April 4th, and Monday, April 6th, respectively. The two networks alternate each year in a partnership that continues until 2032. The lead broadcast team will continue to be Jim Nance, Grant Hill, and Bill Raftery, with reporter Tracy Wolfson and rules analyst Gene Sterator. So what's new this year? Dwayne Wade will join studio coverage for the Final Four. For the first week of the tournament, Wally Zerbiak will move into a game analyst role. Also for the first week, Adam Zucker will host the Atlanta studio show where he'll be joined by Candace Parker, Brendan Haywood, and Seth Davis. Lauren Shahadi will serve as a game reporter through the round of 32, and Adam Lefko will join the team for the first time, providing game updates from New York. The madness begins with the selection show Sunday from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time on CBS as the brackets are revealed by host Greg Gumbel and analysts Clark Kellogg, Seth Davis, and Charles Barkley. Starting at 7 on March Madness Live, March Madness Social Handles, and NCAA.com, Andy Katz will preview the bracket, provide picks, and take fan questions. Here's the network breakdown for the games. 21 will air on CBS, including the first and second rounds, Sweet 16, and Elite 8. 21 will be on TBS. In addition to its Final Four telecasts, it'll split the regional final games with CBS. 13 will be on True TV, which will tip off the tournament with the first four games on Tuesday and Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern from Dayton, and conclude with TeamCast presentations of the Final Four and National Championship. 12 games will be on TNT as the network bookends the festivities with first and second round games and then TeamCast from Atlanta, which hosts the Final Four for the fifth time and first since 2013. All 67 games will be streamed on NCAA March Madness Live as office productivity grinds to a halt next Thursday and Friday. As you watch the games online or on the app, you'll see Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat integrations of highlights, news, and behind-the-scenes content. On Twitter, at March Madness TV, you'll see schedule updates and the latest broadcast news and information. You can also get that info at NCAA.com. Another option is the NCAA's version of NFL Red Zone called Fast Break, which will be available on March Madness Live and will provide live look-ins and highlights during the first and second rounds. For the Women's Division I tournament, ESPN will carry the road to New Orleans with the entire Women's Final Four for the first time, the semifinals on Friday, April 3rd, and the championship on Sunday, April 5th on the mothership, ESPN. Also, ESPN's television networks, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, and ESPN News, will televise all first and second round games. 
Those contests had been regionalized in past years with whip-around coverage providing updates to viewers receiving other primary games. On Monday, March 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN, the women's bracket will be unveiled, and ESPNU will have extended coverage beginning at 8 Eastern. Maria Taylor will host with analyst Rebecca Lobo and Andy Landers. The lead broadcast team will be missing a member this year, as Carol Lawson became an assistant on the Boston Celtics. Adam Amin and Lobo will have the call with reporter Holly Rowe. So stay tuned and stay safe until the next Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes. We're also available on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com, that's B-L-E-A-V.com, and at Believe Podcasts on social. I'm on Twitter, at Hotem, H-O-T-H-E-M. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.